podcast. On this week's episode, and I'm sure you can probably guess it, we're talking Omega, and more specifically, the new Speedmaster. After that, we get into a little bit of a conspiracy regarding Omega and Omega, and maybe BLBN. And after that, we get into a little bit of an online shopping rabbit hole. Regardless, this episode was a blast, and I'm sure you'll enjoy it. So get ready, because it's time for another episode of the Whiskey and Watches podcast. Welcome, everybody, to episode 51 of the Whiskey and Watches podcast. We are closing in on the anniversary mark. I don't know if we will do our one-year anniversary next week, or I was looking at looking at the timeline, Spangler, even though we've done 51 episodes, I don't think we really released episode one until like the 27th or 29th of January last year. So maybe maybe it won't be to like episode 53 that we do the full-on one-year anniversary. But we're closing in, which is uh, a lot further than I thought we'd get. <laughs> yeah, it's shocking. I can't believe we made it this far. Still kicking. Yeah. Still kicking. Still crazy after all these years, to quote Paul Simon. After after all these years. After all these years. <laughs> I'm just looking forward, just like uh, on The Wire, each season it was the same theme song, but they got a different artist to sing it. I'm looking forward to uh, a different artist to sing our theme song. Oh, Spangler's <laughs> got some, uh, I've got some, uh, some ideas cooking around. Hmm. So maybe episode 53, we'll see, uh, see some new music. There will be, be some it. new music, everyone. Yep. All right. Well, since since Spangler's changing it up for a little bit, uh, let's see if he's changed up his wrist check in, uh, in 2021. Spangler, what's on the wrist? What's in the glass? You're already setting me up for failure here. Uh, <laughs> he didn't even – well, I guess he made it over a week. <laughs> so if everyone can remember, I told myself and told everyone listening that I if I did not make it a full month without wearing the power – well. Uh, Full month wearing the Panerai on the wrist during these podcasts that I blew the resolution and it took me only two weeks to blow the resolution. <laughs> Unfortunately, I am on a not so fun trip right now and I only packed my Black Bay 58. So that is what I have on the wrist currently, but I love it. Can't get wrong with this watch. What type of bracelet is it on? It's on the original Oyster. I do not believe. <laughs> You're over two, man. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Holy! Let's see what they say. January, uh, January eleventh. Yep, eleven days. Everyone, it took Spangler eleven days to blow both resolutions that he was. What, where's your bolo tie? <laughs> Back home in Cincinnati, but I do have another one on the way. So I did buy another bolo tie. So we can, well, I'll give myself that. Oh, I think we were going to do something else on this episode. We'll get to that later at the end. Oh, this is a surprise <laughs> to me. Then I like this. Oh, it shouldn't be a surprise to you. What, what's yeah. in the lab? Okay, well, most things are. Anyway, so yeah, I've got the Black Bay 58 on the wrist, and today, since I'm currently stuck at my school building, uh, I do not have anything to drink, so I am sampling the local BTR, as I like to call, or for outsiders, Baton Rouge H2O, and it tastes, you know, just like normal H2O, except, you know, it's maybe a little bit clearer than the Cincinnati water, maybe a little bit less particles in there. I'm surprised, honestly, but um, yeah. Tastes good. No complaints here. All right. Buzzy, what have you got? All right. Well, I have the exact same thing on my wrist as I did last week. Still got my Orient Mako on an orange NATO. 
I did briefly put it on a leather NATO since Brett Dinky and I are kind of making leather NATOs a thing this year. I mean, he said that he wanted to make it a thing. I'm just trying to lead by example, you know, trying to support the cause. But I, uh, I still have this on because uh, but let's get into Whiskey and Wild Cards podcast. How wild was that card last <laughs> night? I uh, I knew you bring this up. I typically say that I'm a long-suffering Browns fan, but after watching that beautiful game, I don't think I can say that I'm a long-suffering Browns fan anymore. I was at the last playoff game all of those years ago, and I was alive the last time we won in the early 90s, a uh, playoff game. <sighs> so good. It was just a, a real gift, you know? You, you got to love... Uh, you know, Marquise Pounce, he just airmailing the ball over uh, Ben's head right into the end zone. Get Give the Browns a touchdown on the first play. I mean, 14 seconds, seven points. That's how we like it. Great moment. And you kicked off. Exactly. Exactly. Great moments. Jarvis Landry just tearing it up and down the field. Kareem Hunt would not be denied. Just like his first his first touchdown, just dragging Steelers defenders into the end zone with him. A 40-yard screenplay to Nick Chubb. A stat line of four touchdowns and four interceptions for Big Ben on his likely last game in the Steelers jersey with him crying on this sideline. I didn't make that up. There was a small tear. <laughs> sorry. Not sorry, Ben. <laughs> Yeah, it was a swell night for football. And uh, also, congrats to my Lake Erie bros, the Buffalo Bills fans out there. They won also, especially Friendy McGee on the Instagram. Congrats on the good win. And now we just uh, take on Kansas City the next round. You know, Oof. That's, uh, that's a good draw. Doesn't matter. Nothing can erase the joy I felt in my heart because of that game. Well, I don't know, Buzz. Kansas City has been hit and miss this whole year, so you you may catch them on an off day. You never know. You never know. It's going to be Big 12 football because uh, they score just a ton of points, and uh, apparently we can do that too. So... Yeah, who who knows? First one that has to kick a field goal loses. That's what it feels like. <laughs> it's entirely possible in that game. Holy cow. But yeah, the Browns, they win playoff games. Well, game. Apparently, they win playoff game. <laughs> and, and because of last night, I'm only having a beer uh, tonight for recording the podcast. I've got a mad tree psychopathy, one of the few ones that were left behind. It's a delicious beer. All right. Well, I will say, Buzzy, I was watching that game last night. I was like, man, Buzzy has got... Spangler got off his flight back down to Baton Rouge and had the most ridiculous group text between you, me, and our buddy Bro, uh, who actually started that off with with that first score. He's like, Buzzy, you all right over there, man? (laughs) Um, it was the most ridiculous, like, like I told Spangler, he's going to have to not only just find a replay of the game, but like find a replay of the game and then read through the text messages at the right times. Cause it was ridiculous. Um, 
It was a lot of fun though. Although I will say right before I went to bed, cause I didn't really have a dog in that fight by any means. I just watched my bears not score a touchdown until the 59th minute of the game because their general manager is God awful and passed on Patrick Mahomes to draft Mitchell Trubisky. So there's that. Um, and we held Drew Brees and the Saints, although Drew Brees was looking a bit washed yesterday, um, to uh, 21 points. We held them to 21 points, uh, the prolific Saints offense, and only managed to put up nine with that final touchdown and failed two-point conversion coming in the 59th minute. So, um, yeah, I don't know why Ryan Pace is still our GM, but that's uh, a story for another day. But uh, when, when the Steelers cut it to 12, Buzzy, I was a little nervous for you. Not oh, gonna I lie. Was. was shocked they didn't go for – I was why, – why you don't go for two there blows my mind and cut it to 11, a uh, touchdown and a field goal. I was like, that seems like some Brian Kelly math uh, in my head. Uh-huh. Uh, another football joke there. I checked the chart. The chart didn't say to go for it. So, so I checked the chart, but I'm really bad at math, so my chart is wrong. Um any or any Notre Dame fans will know exactly what I'm talking about there too. I feel like we had an issue like that in a game against Duke that I was at a few years ago. Um, yes, we that was the year that we beat Duke in basketball, but not in football. So that was fun. Um, yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, that was it. Was fun to watch. Just, it was just like holy cow, it just keeps happening. It was what twenty eight nothing in the first quarter. Like just, yeah. it was just impressive. <laughs> it's like. Yes. What are you going to yeah. do? So all sorts of like ridiculous moments, a big lumbering Porter Gustin coming up with like the prettiest interception you've ever seen on a, a deflected ball. Probably the, probably the guy with like one of my favorite names, Siani Taki Taki with the interception to ice the game. <laughs> Just so cool. So good. Anyway, so we will get back onto uh, the the other topic. Even though I do appreciate whiskey and wildcard, um, that was uh, pretty alliterative. Which you know we haven't done as much alliteration, although we did do quite a bit of an Omega opinion um, last week. We'll get into more of that today. Um, in the glass for me, I actually mixed myself a Manhattan Sands the cherry because I realized I didn't bring the cherries down with me, and I was too lazy to go back upstairs and get them. So. I've got everything in there except a cherry. And I'm using, uh, oddly enough, with the exception of Benchmark bourbon, which is also a Buffalo Trace product, I'm using the whiskey I currently have the most of, which is oddly Buffalo Trace. I opened my first of two bottles of that because uh, they had some up in Chicago. It was the only thing I could find. And I was like, it was actually at a better price than I've seen it elsewhere. I was like, I, I can't not buy it. Then I realized that Illinois taxes are a joke. Um, so it was actually about the same as I'd get it elsewhere. Um but yeah, so I've got I've got a, a a Buffalo Trace Manhattan in the glass, and then uh, on the wrist, continuing to just wear what I want to wear. Although it was Blue Watch Monday, so it, it did help that those coincided. I've got on the uh, the SPV one four nine, and I've got it on the uh, it's like a, a tan sailcloth strap that came with the uh, the new Alpinist that I got. Uh, and honestly, I had no intent of ever wearing this strap on the Alpinist. I was like, that strap's going to go great on the 149. And it might have been part of the reason I bought the Alpinist. Um, <laughs> it looks absolutely great. Um, yeah. And I, I love this watch. I feel like it is, if you had to think of what a Seiko diver should be, like a good 
higher priced Seiko diver and realistically just a good wearing dive watch. I think to me, this is like the perfect watch. Like if I had to just wear one watch consistently between how it looks on a rubber, how it looks on a NATO, how it looks on, on its bracelet. I mean, yes, it's, it's a Seiko bracelet, so it's okay. It's not great. Um, but like I could wear this watch every day and be completely happy. Um, and I feel like several of the folks in our red bar Cincy group would agree because it seems like we all have them <laughs> or have had them at some point. I was going to say at least 90% of the people, well, maybe not 90, we'll say 75. We'll say 75% of the people in Red Bar Cincy have had either that one or a Willard model. Yes, yes. The, the Willard is also very popular. I know some people who have both in our Red Bar Cincy group just because they can't get enough of either of them. Um, so, yeah, it was, uh, isn't it affectionately dubbed like the uh, the cute nanny in our group? <laughs> <laughs> it's, i don't know that's your question i have no idea <laughs> it's i think i think nick came up with that it's it's the watch that you start wearing and you're like like for the guys who have submariners like who i haven't been wearing my sub in a while it's like are we keeping that sub or are we not keeping that sub because I'm, I'm wearing the seiko quite a bit <laughs> it's the watch that'll get you in trouble with your other watches <laughs> that's how it was described um it's a pretty funny running joke um anyway so that's what I've got on the wrist. Um, I guess from there, uh, we should move into the fresh forum find. We're doing it again. We're, cont- we're, we're trying. We're not, we're not letting that resolution die, guys. We're going to keep going with this one. Not yet anyway. Not yet anyway. So, <clears throat> all right. Back to you, Buzzy. What have you got? Okay. You got to be fresh on these forum finds. Uh, uh, so... A lot of times there's some great stuff going on on the Reddit watch exchange. And I found a 41 millimeter Rolex Oyster Perpetual Tiffany blue dial asking (laughs) $12,300 in essentially unworn condition. That watch is not my fast forum find. (laughs) Of course not. Don't do it. Don't do it. I mean, you could get last a last uh, last generation sub for that. <laughs> if you're here, also, don't do that. <laughs> if you're hearing my voice out there, don't do. Yes, it's a cool color dial. We all know it. Don't give in to this zaniness. That's an irrational market, folks. Don't let it get more irrational by feeding into it. All right. I'd found my fast form fine. My actual fast form fine is at an actual Wait, form. This is this one is at Watch You Seek. I found an Omega 2231.50, which is a Seamaster Titanium. It's the 41 oh, millimeter eighth. Yes. 41 millimeter Sword hands. Uh, just that real clean, you know, non-bond Seamaster. It's got the speedy style bracelet, which is the way to go, in my humble opinion. Uh, it's just in beautiful condition. Looks really, really good. Maybe they polished it. Maybe the guy never wore it. Who knows? 
I I am no mind reader there, but there's not not a ton of uh, wear on it. Twenty five hundred bucks. I think that's a very good price. Um, you know, titanium. A lot of times, um, I kind of prefer steel, but the lightness of titanium is a, a neat uh, neat trick, if you will. It's just it's in really great looking condition, black dial. Um, honestly, I would be thinking about it if not for the steel bezel. Uh, I really like the the black bezel, black dialed um, ones uh, of that generation. I think those are just those are so good looking, just simple, clean, balanced. Um, they've probably sold a ton of them, which should keep uh, prices you know reasonable. But I just I, I think that's a, a sleeper classic. Um, Every time I see them in the wild, I'm very impressed. Um, whether it's seeing someone in the airport back when I used to go to the airports, or seeing someone in the the lunchroom back when I used to go to the lunchroom at work, um, yeah, it's a, a good looking watch. And I think twenty five hundred bucks for box and hang tags and a, a nice condition. The guy says it's it's running like a second off. Um, you know, I, I think that seems like a really fair price. So check it out. Watch you seek actual fast forum find from an actual forum. Pretty fresh. Trying. Spangs, what have you got for us, man? Well, Buzz, of course, is leading up, leading me into failure right now because, of course, I went back to my favorite forum, and by forum, I mean eBay. <laughs> and I'm also not going very fresh. I'm going to go vintage to the this week. I thought I would do this one last week, but I did a quick audible right before and ended up going with that Tudor Pelagos LHD. But this week, I've got on the docket for everyone a vintage Walkman chronograph. Now, I don't really know the model or anything like that because, you know, I don't really think they had models for these back in the day. 37 millimeters coming in with the Venus 178, which is a column wheel chronograph. I did check. So if that's the thing, everyone out there, it does have a column wheel. And the thing about this watch that just surprised the hell out of me is that the dial is so clean so clean there are a few pitting marks on it but aside from that it is in pristine condition the hands still have full loom and it just looks great i i will say though it kind of looks like this watch may have been polished and by kind of i mean i can see the gleam from here and i'm almost 99 percent sure this watch was definitely polished at some point in its life so if that's not your thing then you know more power to you and I don't know if I set the price here. It's at nineteen fifty, and for those out there, it's kind of hard to judge these vintage watches prices when there's not really a market for a lot of these. So it's really just up to whatever the buyer wants to pay. So if you're looking for a just pristine dial, probably polished vintage chronograph, and it's a triple register for nineteen fifty, I say you know 
this is a great example of a, this a very cool and a very cool story a brand with Walkman, how they're um, tied in with Breitling and how they got around the U.S. import taxes back in the day with these U.S.-based brands. So kind of a cool story if you're you know watch nerd like I'm assuming most people listening to this podcast are. And but the one thing about this watch that I think is really cool is that the three subdials all have different hands to them, which is just a unique feature and something you don't see very much on a lot of watches. So I dig it and maybe one of you guys will. I don't know. I don't even know if we've ever heard back from people if they ever like actually choose to go with our fresh form finds. Has anybody ever done that? So I don't think anybody's ever gotten back, but somebody did mention that uh I think it was it might have been uh Matt McDGMT or whatever. Like I have seen like I've seen his stuff out there quite a bit. He mentioned the um two-tone one that I that I had uh either last week or two weeks ago, the two-tone Omega yeah. Omega Omega crap. <laughs> uh, there it is. Gives us another segue into another segment here. Um the Seamaster 300, the two-tone that was for like 6350 or something. So um which going going that route, um Another strange tie-in, allegedly, maybe, maybe not. Um, this is from the Omega forums that I have a Omega Seamaster 300 Master Coaxial. The stainless version of the watch that I talked about. Um, oh, what? You got something? I, I do. Um, one last thing. I, I think I found the uh, uh, Walkman on on eBay that you were looking at, or at least a, a pretty similar one. Uh, it doesn't say how many second anti-skip it, it has, you know, because it's only like one L off from being a Walkman. And uh, anyone that was alive <laughs> back then understands how the anti-skip chews up your AA batteries. So I'm I'm just a little skeptical uh, how much anti-skip's in this. Buzzy pulling in the dated reference. I love it. <laughs> Dated reference, dad jokes. I mean, I'm not as familiar with the Walkman as I am a Discman. So, <laughs> you got me there. Even even I had a Walkman when I was a kid. It was a hand me down for my mom. So, I, I even I get that reference. And I'm only 19 or 17, or it doesn't matter how old I am. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Well, back to so here 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 we're gonna go down. This is gonna like talking about Omega rabbit holes. We're gonna get to another one here in a second. But on the Omega forums from um, from user Hockey, he has the uh, Omega Seamaster 300 Master Coaxial, which is a watch Buzzy and I both really like, the stainless steel version. Uh, I mean, I'm looking at it. It's in good shape. I mean, it has the usual kind of hairline scratches on the polished center links, which I think those watches come like that because I don't know how you're not going to have them on there. Box, papers, full set of, uh, of links. Um Got everything going on. Got the good uh, extendable bracelet or the bra- extendable clasp. Um, great condition. The thing that we really like about this watch that I didn't realize until Buzzy tried it on was that the hour hand jumps independent, uh, even though it's not a GMT, which is very handy um, when it comes to daylight savings time or travel, even though it doesn't have a date on it, which is pretty cool. Um, purchased in 2015. So this is an earlier example. Um, this one is on there on the Omega forms for 3,400 bucks, uh, PayPal accepted. You pay the 2% fee. And the reason this guy is selling it is because he recently upgraded to a two-tone model. 
Maybe he took care of, maybe he ended up with the, the fresh form fine from a week or two ago that I had. Maybe he took the crazy deal. Maybe user hockey should get in touch with us to see if that's how that happened. If he listens, maybe that's not at all how it happened, but I'd like to theorize because we are all about Omega Omega rabbit holes these days. Aren't we guys? <laughs> oh, we are. And I think we're going to get into it a little bit here soon. We are. So it was funny. I, uh, you know, we, we keep in touch with a lot of our guests and, um, our, our buddy who lives in Germany uh, and works for Fratello, uh, Mike Stockton, had mentioned that uh, he thought it was hilarious last week's episode with all the Omega Omega um, back and forth with all of us correcting ourselves. And he 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 did remind us that the the, the town that they're headquartered in in Switzerland has two names. BL and BN because it's both German and French. And he goes, it even shows up like that on Google maps and in my car on the navigation system. So we may have let our buddy Brodinky know that. And we're like, I think there's something you can do with this. Just work your magic and uh, blue pill, red pill, all of that. Omega, Omega. I've also been doing a little bit of James Bond research and we all obviously know, thanks to our buddy bro that um, Daniel Craig famously says it Omega um, when he's talking to, um, Ava Green on the train. Um, and I'm trying to find it, but I'm pretty sure, I don't know. I'm looking, I can't, I, I'm still working on verifying my sources, but I'm pretty sure that the, uh, the James Bond who first wore an Omega might've said it Omega with, uh, with Pierce Brosnan. So we're still doing some research. We're not really sure, um, how you pronounce it. We're, we're still looking, we're going to get to the bottom of this. That's the, the, the hard hitting, uh, research that we're doing here at the Whiskey and Watches podcast for you, uh, going down the Omega Omega rabbit rabbit hole, ribbit rabbit hole, <laughs> since that's <laughs> anything these days. Um, but yeah, so that was that was kind of fun. I mean, how do you, up until I saw up until I saw Casino Royale, I think I was probably in the Omega camp, even though we've now had several guests pronounce it Omega. Although I think I still think my favorite part. I was listening to our New Year's uh, New Year's resolutions episode again today, and uh, hearing Bro say Omega and then catch himself was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Might have been the best moment of the whole episode. <laughs> yeah, we've been catching ourselves a lot recently. We have, we have. So we'll have to see. Uh, we should put a poll out because we'd probably get at least two people to vote. Um, maybe three. Three'd be the tiebreaker. Um, see, see how you guys pronounce it. Do we, do we still have an odd number of listeners? I can't tell. Is it odd or even? Is it seven or eight at this point? <laughs> you know, I'm a last half full kind of guy, so I'm going to go eight. Oh, then we need somebody to break the tie. Well, there's three of us. Have to find someone. That's true, but we don't count. We're not impartial. And we would all say Omega anyway. Would we? I think we would. I, I think, think you're so. right. Yeah. Well... Since we've spent a little bit of time on Omega, I think we made a, I mean, in fairness, it wasn't that hard to guess. We might have guessed that they released something on Tuesday um, of last week or a week ago today, even though it's not quite a week ago when we're recording this. Um, New Speedy. It's here. It is here. What do you guys think? Well, I mean, we all sort of assumed that this was coming that they definitely uh, had a few leaks just to you know throw that out there and by few i'm doing air quotes like there were quite a few leaks so a lot of it wasn't a uh, too too under the radar but I, I honestly like it i dig 
a lot of what they did. And for the most part, I love that Omega has finally listened to the enthusiasts. Who? <laughs> There's another one. <laughs> I'm never, never going to be able to do it. I'm just going to have to catch myself every time. Omega has finally listened to the enthusiasts. Oh, yikes. Enthusiasts. Just edit that out. <laughs> I probably won't. We'll see. If you're listening, and I, yeah, it, it doesn't matter. We'll see. Um, but they finally listened, and they've added a bunch of new features that I can appreciate. Bring it back to the great speedmasters of, of yesteryear. And for the most part, I'm a big fan of everything they did. The only gripe I have, and it's a very small one, and we were talking about this earlier in the show, or before we started the show, I don't know how I feel about the font. And I was looking at the Fortello article, and basically, at the old previous-gen Speedmasters, the Speedmaster was shorter than the Professional, and they've, they've equaled their length on this new generation. And also the Amiga then mess up there uh it looks a little bit different and aside from that those those are my two small gripes about this watch and they're very very minor would i still buy it absolutely but i have to have some type of negative review i guess right on it so that's mine everything else i i just love i just love this watch it's amiga amiga did a great job what can i say buzzy what do you think i like the step dial that's fun I love the fact that they found a way to add more words to the back of the Hesselite model. <laughs> they added the date, which is important. It's it's not enough to understand that this was flight qualified by NASA for all manned space missions. It's important to know that it was flight qualified by NASA in 1965 for all manned fl- space flight missions. You know, it's it's important. It's important stuff. I, uh, if I had to give a gripe, um, the ratio of the center links on the bracelet, uh, it's just not doing it for me. I wish they were a little bit bigger, like the older bracelet, but. I believe that that was the trade-off to get that aggressive, that strong, that monstrous taper. And that's probably a trade-off worth making. Uh, the The clasp looks sweet, too. I like how the Omega... Ooh, did I say Omega or Omega there? It kind of came out halfway. <laughs> I love how the logo's kind of pooched off of the end of the clasp, like their older clasps. That was that was very strong. Um, yeah, I feel like that's only on the Sapphire model, right? I don't know. I mean, so and they've done that on some of the other ones too. I feel like the the trilogy for the 60th anniversary has that a little bit too, because we uh, that Railmaster they had at Richter and Phillips had that. Yep. Yes, they do. Yeah, I, I, think, I thought there was a difference in the clasps between the two models as well as the applied logo on the one yeah the applied on the- logo on the sapphire sandwich versus the the printed on the hesalite yep yeah i'm looking for the photos i don't i don't i can't really see but i feel like i feel like the clasps were different but maybe i'm just making that up i don't what else know else different with the bracelet so i 
I will also say I really want to see what both of these look like. Um, I think they look a lot better. Not a lot better. I mean, I think the way I described it to my wife when we were talking about this briefly, because again, I was talking to my wife. It wasn't a very in-depth conversation about (laughs) (laughs) she tolerates about three to five minutes at a time, a couple times a day. Fair. Um, I think the cool thing that Omega did with this um, was that they changed things that they know the enthusiasts will like, but to the non-enthusiast who looks at this versus the old one, I think the only thing they may pick up on is the bracelet. And if, if what I've been told by folks who have handled this, they'll say, Oh, that's the bracelet's an improvement. Like it, it, it feels, it's a better bracelet. It feels better. The aggressive taper, the class, everything about that bracelet is better than the old one. Then all the stuff on the watch face, I don't know that like non watch folks would notice the step dial, the dot over 90, you know, the, the font difference, the applied logo versus print. I mean, it's it, things, those are things that if you pointed them out to folks who aren't into it, they'd be like, oh yeah, that is a little bit different. But if you just like showed these two people, these watches side by side and like they, they look the same. Like they did a really good job of making, it's a speed master. There, there's nothing at all that you look at and say, Hey, that looks a little bit different. I don't know if that's, you know, where I'd want to be. I mean, it is a speed master. I really want to see what they both look like. The other difference in the bracelet, it's not the clasp, it's the bracelet. The Hesalite version doesn't have the little polished um, kind of speedy link, oh, yeah. if you will. They're all, it's completely brushed. Um, and I'm not sure how much, like, I almost feel like I like the polished one better because there's that little indentation where it seems like they'd attach it on the on the Sapphire version. Um, mm-hmm. but Mike was telling me that it, it's a lot like the one that's on his moonshine gold one, which I never really noticed that little dent on the gold version and it looks great there. So I, I don't know. I, I just, it's one of those things you want to see it in person. And, and you know, the nice thing is this is just a, a, a really awesome serial production model. You'll get to see both of them in the case all the time next to each other. Yep. You should in theory. Um, so I, I mean, I've already seen people starting to take delivery of them. Like they ordered them from Omega themselves. And it's like, that's great. They, they dropped it less than a week ago and it is already making its way to people. Yep. Listen up Rolex. <laughs> <laughs> we all know they won't. And uh, I'm going to contradict myself from earlier. The clasps are the same. So actually the clasp is one of the other things I'm not sure the, the clasp itself. I'm sold on. It looks like a better clasp. I don't know how I feel about the stripes on it, though. I kind of dig them. I, you know, I, I like them, but I'm not. Again, I'm like, why? That, it's almost like I've heard people say that, like, when you get dressed, you should like that. Like when you're getting dressed up to go out, Spangler, you know, I, it's like that one extra thing. You, you just take that off. Like I've heard heard it from the James Bonding podcast. You know, just that one thing, just take it away. I don't like do, do you need the stripes that are on the clasp? I'm not sure. I don't know. Does Omega need the stripes? Do I need to wear a bolo tie? Questions that a bolo tie. I, I'm I'm full. I I fully support that. And tough questions. Tough or questions. Or in addition, I'm not so sure. <laughs> I don't know. We'll I mean, see. My style will be crazy this year. Oh oh, we didn't even go over this. What I'm wearing tonight. I feel like that's uh, a podcast. Yeah. You, I mean, when are we going to see your feature in – was it the Raker Revolution is the preeminent Panerai douchebag? Oh, it's got to be uh, the, the Rake, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be in there eventually. 
Okay. Way if you're listening, I'm available most of the time. According to Dave Sharp, who was on the Scottish Watches podcast, way coy. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> I, listened the, I listened to their second birthday episode today, and he just just straight up mispronounced it. And he was talking about it. He was on an episode with it, like, yeah, I was talking to way coy. It's like he's like, who's that? The fish guy. <laughs> <laughs> Wake away. Wake ho. <laughs> if you're listening, which we're pretty sure you're not, but you never know. I mean, he listens to Scottish watches, so like You never know. You never know. Um I feel like though we have to talk before we move on from the speed the the new speedy, we gotta talk about the sudden gold. Oh we gotta talk about that model because that is fan. Fantastic! It is. That one is. I mean, that's. I mean, I'll say this. I think the. What's the white gold version? What do they call their version of white gold? It's got a weird. Uh, name. Oh boy, I'm looking, looking right now. I'm. Not, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to find it. Um, it's in there. Oh, Canopus. The Canopus. Okay, so I think if you're gonna spend an insane amount of money. Like go for the Sedna because it's actually cheaper, but the Canopus Gold with the like the silver dial, oh man, like that just looks kind of like a stainless steel Speedy with a silver dial. You want to talk about an ultimate flex move? And it's also because of the amount of palladium in that watch, like ten grand more expensive than the other already insane Sedna Gold model, which is like a oh man, they're both gorgeous. The Sedna so, Gold I think would be the one I would go with because of the black dial, but man. So- so the Canopus is a nope from from you. <laughs> I don't know. I'd take either of them, really. But yeah, what white gold has that uh, fun aspect of it? The the stealth aspect. The maybe uh, I don't get mugged as readily as if I had a gold gold uh, wristwatch on. <sighs> but. Both both of those models are gorgeous. I'm 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 down for two. I mean, down for actual gold. Bring it on. Let's let's get weird. You know, <laughs> they didn't do a two tone model. They no, actually I'm they saying in general, usually do two tone models, do they? I don't think I've ever seen a two tone Speedy before. No, I mean it's all should. over the Seamaster. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. But I'm trying to think, man. Have I? Oh. Is there a two-tone speedy? I mean, there's hundreds to like think of. But, like, I cannot think of one on the top of my head. Well, I mean, technically, the 50th anniversary of the moon landing one has like a gold, doesn't have a gold bezel. Yeah, that's, that's I think that's what of. It's something around the bezel, maybe gold. Yeah, yeah. I've seen a couple that have a gold bezel, but they don't have like they don't have there's no two-tone speedy bracelet, which seems like something they should be able to do or should have already done, right? Yeah. I don't know. I guess. I guess the speedy. I don't know. I, I don't even think of. I I just don't like two tone in general on a lot of watches. Some of them I do love, like the Rolex GMT root beer, the vintage nipple dial GMT that thing. I I generally despise two tone, but oof, I would go for that watch all day. That is on my bucket list to get one day. But I don't know. I don't feel the speedy would look good with a two tone with a two tone bracelet. I also don't think it would. It's not in the DNA. Yeah, I mean it. It doesn't scream. It doesn't scream tool watch. It doesn't scream go to the moon. I guess. 
Um, I mean, neither does a Sedna Gold version either, but like at least it's all the same metal. I don't know. I mean, it's they're pretty awesome. Yeah, I I think they look great. I think that all, all four models they came out with. A's A's around the board. Great job, Amiga. You did it. Okay, so here's the only thing I'll say though. The older version maybe a slightly better buy because you get three you get two straps and the bracelet with it. And this one it comes on a strap or a bracelet. It doesn't come with the like the NASA approved Velcro strap. Like so again, this is kind of like what Tudor did with the Black Bay. You used to get you used to get a pretty awesome NATO style strap and a bracelet with it. And now you're only like I think since 2018, <coughs> excuse me, you have to pick which one you want and your AD just gets what it. So like if you want one on a bracelet and they don't have it in, you just got to wait or you got to order the bracelet. And that's not cheap. So yeah. Weren't, weren't those, uh, uh, Tudor straps woven by the same guys that do the vestments for the Vatican. <laughs> yes. And I have one and they're amazing. Well then the marketer that decided to switch them out should go to confession. Damn it. <laughs> <sighs> As yeah. should I. Yeah. <laughs> and also, speaking of sin, I think Omega has redeemed himself on one final thing here. And that Omega they finally Omega. come down. Wait. What's that? Omega or Omega? Oh. <laughs> I was doing good there. I hit like three three in a row. Oh. Thank God we don't have a drinking game for this because people are would be uh, in bad shape by the end of the episode. So that just gives me an idea. <laughs> Yeah, Buzz, congratulations. You may have had the best idea of the night so far. I think you just did. I think you had the best. That might have been the best idea we've had all year. <laughs> In the first <laughs> entire year of the podcast, that might Ooh. be the best one. I the best one leading up for a one-year episode? Oof, I don't know. I think we might have the, so actually, maybe that's what you do on the one-year episode is we play that. Maybe we all play. We have to do this on a Saturday, not a Sunday, because we all have to work on Monday or go to school. But like, maybe we record on a Saturday, and maybe we play that drinking game, and maybe we see how it goes. <laughs> and maybe Evan buys a 24-millimeter Jubilee Live. I thought that yeah. was happening tonight. That's what I was talking about. That was the thing. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Well, you were leaning into you were leaning into the hybrid of being a Panerai douchebag and being the preeminent gospel of the Jubilee bracelet. So I thought last week you said this week you were going to buy it live. We're doing it live, Spangler. We're doing it live. We can narrate it. We're doing it live. Esslinger.com, 35 bucks on sale from 70 So, I mean, you're getting a screaming deal. Getting a screaming deal. What can I say? I just want to look like a even more of a douchebag and not 24 millimeter. Show it to Cincy when you get back, it'll be there. Like, how cool is that? Like, you just be like, man, the first thing you're going to do when you get back to Cincinnati is change the strap on your Panerai and put it on a 24 millimeter Jubilee bracelet. <laughs> I love it. It's going to happen. It's going to happen now to combine with Buzz's amazing idea. I think it's absolutely going to happen now. So what I would say is you kind of need to do this now. So we have it for the, like if you're not wearing a Panerai on a Jubilee bracelet for the one year episode, like, I I don't know if we can record. (laughs) (laughs) Is that, is that the the stipulation that I have to have it on the Jubilee? I think you may have it on the Jubilee by next week. And I think we need to do, we need to order it. (laughs) Am I going to get peer pressured right now to order in this? It's entirely pot- Buzzy. What do you think? Am I am I am I being too much of a Panerai douchebag? Even though I don't have to do it. 
It's rubbing off. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah. Yours is not to question why. Yours is to do or die. Just like the Charge of the Light Brigade by Alfred Lord Tennyson. But, you know, ordering a, a watch band online. A little bit different. Eh, you know. You know. One, one's, uh, one, one's a poem about the Crimean War and the other uh, the other's e-commerce. <laughs> about the plight of capitalism. Let's, let's make it about that. Zero plight there, baby. You've got 35 bucks and you desire a masterpiece of a bracelet. They have a masterpiece of a bracelet and they desire your 35 bucks. Make each other happy. I don't know that they make them any bigger. I don't think they make them any bigger. Think about that. You could have the biggest Jubilee bracelet ever made. The biggest one. All right, let's okay. Well, we you guys keep talking here. I might I might get this up here on the website. <laughs> I can't believe I was actually going to do this. Are we we talking stock keeping unit thirteen sixty one dash twenty four W? There's like zero taper to it. Buzzy's already got it pulled up. <laughs> Buzz, Dude, what, I don't. I, what, what are you looking at here? I, I, I'm on the side here. Let's not knock oh. it because the Seamaster bracelet doesn't have any taper, and that thing wears like a dream. There might be a different listing because this one, eh, it's hard to tell. The center links just just aren't as they're a bit flatter than than I would like. But I'm looking at uh, the skew. Is are you on Esslinger right now? I am. All right, the skew on this one is thirteen sixty one twenty four W. Yeah, that's the one I'm looking at. Okay. My only concern is that those end links look kind of small for the size of the the Panerai spring bar. Hmm. <laughs> and let's be real. Um, how much fun would it be to get a Jubilee for your Panerai that has just a ton of taper? So you've got this giant heavy watch head on this just really floppy bracelet. I think I think that would be incredible. I think I think it would be incredible. I'm just oof. Come on, treat yourself. <laughs> I cannot believe I'm getting peer pressured right now into buying a 24 millimeter Jubilee live on the podcast, everyone. This is happening. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh no uh-huh. 22 millimeter on Watch Gecko. Never mind. I'm looking. I am. I am really struggling to find any other Jubilee bracelet. Oh, oh, hold on. There's one on Amazon. Oh, the plot thickens. The plot thickens from Archer watch straps. Um, let me look. Maybe not. Hold on. Hold. On. <laughs> Where did that go? I had it. Like it was a thing, and now it's not a thing. Um. Hmm. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. All this browsing is really fun for the listeners at home. Oh, it's not okay. It is not the biggest they make. There is a brand. This has to be from China. Straight end link. Looks, I don't think there's any taper, but it looks a little bit. I don't know if it looks better than the one from Esslinger or not, but they make it up to 26 mil. <sighs> what? Oof. Okay. 
And I, I got, uh, a, got a screaming deal for you. $23.99. Homework for all of our If anyone knows of a watch that takes a 26-millimeter strap, shoot us a DM. We Inquiring minds want to know. I'm going to guess that it that several Invictas probably do. Yeah, I was thinking Invicta Russian Diver myself. Oh, it's an iconic watch. One of the one of the <laughs> finest. <laughs> In terms of its iconic status. The famous name. Yeah. <laughs> the Russian Diver, the 1680. Hey, which ties back to the charge of the Light Brigade, of course, the Crimean War being fought against the Russians. <laughs> Incredible. This is unbelievable. <laughs> what, what? What is unbelievable? The rabbit hole that we've... Uh... Just all of this. <laughs> you know, I think we'll be down to five listeners after, after this episode. <laughs> five well-read listeners. You know, I mean, quality over quantity, again. Not, But not that kind of quality. <laughs> it's a different kind. All right. All right. Your mileage may vary. Spence, what site did you have for yours? Uh, a site uh, known as Amazon. <laughs> I've never heard of it. <laughs> yeah, I think I've heard of that one before. Interesting. The, uh, indie the store right? was um, Binlun, so B-I-N-L-U-N. So my guess is it's coming from China. <laughs> China. China. Um, all right, everyone. Well, I've got this in my cart here. Let's... Uh, Let's see what happens here. Wait, which one are you going with? Oh, the Esslinger 24 mil Jubilee. Oh man, that's the uh, that's the one that our listener uh, told us about. We'll Whoa. see. We'll see. Hold on a sec. I'm filling, I'm filling it out as we speak. This is way more expensive, though. So would you want we we all we all admit we all admit so we're going down we're going down I'm just now I'm just looking for 24 millimeter straps so hang on uh, this okay. one this one's a lot more expensive but I'm on Straps Co and what's the water resistance on your Luminor? I have no idea. That's a great question. Would I've it, never taken it in the water. Well, and that's and that's fair because you know some of them only have like 50 50 meters, uh, which is less yeah, than my Camaro. So you know where you're on risk, but. Um, so we can all agree, we can all agree that, um, the bracelet on the brew retromatic that I have is pretty fantastic. Oh boy. <laughs> can we all agree on that? Just, uh-huh. So, so Spangler agrees. Okay. We all agree that, that the bra- the way that bracelet looks is amazing. Um, strap code has a bracelet that looks very similar to that, uh, has straight end links and has the little ratcheting diver extension um, on it. So here we go. Here we go, guys. What do you think of that? Oh boy, that's that's a good looking that's a good looking band right there. How do we think that would look on your Pam? Probably horrendous, but that's the point. <laughs> so, so here's my question: Is your Pam more brushed or polished? Uh, it's more polished. Yeah, then this brushed bracelet's gonna look a little janky. But um, 24 millimeter with straight end links 
and a diver extension clasp that can be yours on strap code for almost 175 bucks. So that's a okay. little bit different than the one from Esslinger, but wow, I did that. $175 strap code. What are you doing? I don't know, man. Um, it looks cool. Highway robbery right it might be. Um, I'm just going to go back to strap code again and just see what they have that comes in 24 millimeters. Don't get me wrong here. I love strap code. They have a bunch of stuff. I've bought a few bracelets from them in the past. But $175. What does this go up to? Because they have a Jubilee. I thought I was on 24 mil. Okay. I, I am. Why do I? That's interesting. This makes for great, like, by the way, fantastic podcasting. Listening to three dudes surf the internet to find <laughs> watch bands for a Panerai. Um, I actually think what this might set up is a cliffhanger episode. It might. <laughs> <laughs> did he buy it Ooh. yeah you guys are gonna have to tune in next week throughout the week leading up to the episode next week is he buying that or is he just buying another leather strap we may not find out for another seven days for everyone listening i do have that that jubilee in my cart right now that doesn't mean so you never know what color watch band? Are you still? Are you, is it still currently on the bro band? Yes, it's currently um, on that one. It looks pretty good on that band. Yep. I, I, so for everyone listening, Bro Dinky helped hit me up with a great new strap for that Panerai. And for anybody who listened to that episode, not, also would know that. Yes. <laughs> uh, and I cannot, for the life of me, remember what company he said it came from. I know it started with a C, I want to say. It did. Let me uh, let me scroll back. I do have to go back through the thousand messages that happened during the Browns game yesterday. So there's that. And this strap is fantastic. Um, I cannot recommend it highly enough. So it's a red strap. It's a dark red. So Kevin O'Leary, watch out because I'm coming for you. And it's fantastic. I've also got another uh, brown calfskin textured strap coming in. And then maybe or maybe not a Jubilee coming in as well. You never know. I'm looking for it. Oh, I found the Omega ads that I saw. I think we're doing good with this Amiga thing. I think if we get to the point uh, next week... And we do this. We do this game. I feel like we're gonna have to add in a few more rules to it. We might. It's from okay. So this is a fun name. I've got it. I've got the picture, and it's either Seldy C E L D Y, Cheldy C E L D Y, or Keldy C E L D Y. I'm not exactly sure. Um. So broken, broken, help us with that. And I don't even know if he knows because I mean, they don't usually teach you how to um, pronounce company names on their websites, except unless you're Porsche. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you actually have that on their website. <laughs> they matter. Oh, <laughs> that grates at me to hear about Porsches. <laughs> Porsche <laughs> right now, to your house. <laughs> 
Porsche. That was uh, I learned that from uh, from old school Top Gear, which is like the Scottish watches of auto shows. <laughs> <laughs> I had to. <laughs> I'm sorry, we're coming after you, Scottish watches. No, we're not. They uh, they actually actually. <laughs> Oddly enough, around a year ago, I talked to Ricky on the phone, which was the weirdest thing. Um, after listening to their podcast, it was right as we were starting up. He gave us a little bit of advice on how to how to do this. So, uh, on our near one year anniversary, uh, we're referencing their second year anniversary episode. Um, so uh, that's fun, but yeah. So Selly, Chelly, Kelly, however you say it, it's it's a phenomenal looking strap uh, that's on that Pam. Great. Cannot recommend highly enough. Yeah. Um, maybe he's got a Jubilee next week. Maybe he doesn't. Maybe we're playing a drinking game, uh, on next week's episode. Maybe we're not. Maybe we have a guest. Maybe we don't. I don't really know where this is all going to go, but suffice it's it. It's going to go straight into our listeners ears. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, it, it will. Um, definitely. And I think it'll be a lot of fun. And, I don't know if the next week's episode will be our one year or not. So stay tuned for that because we've got a guest who was supposed to be on this week, but like between the Browns game and some flights, we had to reschedule. So he'll be on next week. So I don't know if we're going to do the one year with him or not. I don't know if we will. Maybe we'll do the one year. Like we've got some leeway because I don't think our first episode posted until like the 29th. So even though we're 52 in, it's weird how the calendar works like that. Like 52 weeks is still 52 weeks, but because we haven't missed one. Um, yet, which we may eventually take a break for a week. Um, don't ask us about that. Like 10 and so here's the other thing too. Not only did bro help us out with downloads, but I also think that 10 and two taking a month off might've helped. (laughs) So that's a luxury we can't afford quite. No, it's not, not yet. Um, but (laughs) maybe in a week or two, who knows? Although like we still aren't doing meetups yet. So like, I kind of need this. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Rachel can only take so much of me talking about watches on occasion. So, and I'm sure, I'm sure Barbara's wife is the same way. Oh, for sure. And I'm sure any of the girls that Spangler is going on dates with, um, don't want to hear about this. No, I tend to keep my mouth shut when it comes to this, when I first meet people. So you don't introduce yourself as a, pre- uh, as a preeminent Panerai douchebag to all these ladies. I feel like that would be a huge turn on. Shockingly not. <laughs> I even I have actually you know I haven't actually worn the Panerai on any of these dates. Maybe I should do that. Maybe I should try it out. Do it. You know <laughs> you should, and you should let us know how it goes. <laughs> I should maybe maybe in the next one I'll do that. Oh man! So everyone listening, you can keep up with me and my dating adventures wearing a Panerai and a bolo tie <laughs> and a bolo tie. And and hold on, hold on. Maybe or maybe not a Jubilee bracelet with that panel. Ah, oh, man, dude, if you if you like if you really wanted to go for it, you really need to wear a bolo tie, the Panerai, and that Jubilee. You may or may not be buying. Like, I feel like I feel like if you do all of that, God, that poor girl. <laughs> That's the full court press. <laughs> that really is. But like, it wouldn't be a second. But I'm not going for that. Yeah, I mean, like the full court press. It's the full court press where you're like, you leave the guy wide open under the basket, and they're like, "How did they miss that? <laughs> like, this is just a, this is just a poor decision." <laughs> oh man, I just love to go with these episodes. <laughs> you want us to have guests back on, don't you? 
What's that? You want us to have guests back on, don't you? So that we don't have <laughs> we we don't have to fill time talking about twenty four million people. It's just too easy to make fun of my nonsense, but it's okay because I I leave it out there on the table for all, all to make fun. Of. Good for him. Yep. I mean, you know, and I love it. He says that a lot. <laughs> love my bolo ties. Love my jubilees. Dude, the bolo tie was actually a pretty sick look. I'm not gonna lie. I just I'm jealous. <laughs> I don't think I can pull it off. Although I may I may now be the only one with a facial hair to pull it off. That's true. I the mustache is gone. I don't have my mustache anymore. Rest it in is evening. gone with the wind. Four one or out. down the drain. Four one out. Spangler's <laughs> <sighs> Well, we just crested the hour mark. That actually took some effort. But we put it in. I'm glad we did. Yep. Put it in the hard work. I will say this. If we cut it off early, we wouldn't have gotten Buzz's awesome idea for a drinking game, which I feel like I feel like you can play. That's the yeah. gift that keeps on giving. Like you can, we can play it next week and our listeners can play it all the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've got some buddies who I, I've got some listeners who I think can put down, put down some, some drinks. Ryan wears watches. Um, he'll know. He'll know. So uh, he's trying to solve problems. I give him credit. <laughs> so <laughs> we'll talk about that off air. <laughs> anyway. You guys have a good uh, good night. I think that's a good stopping point. We'll see everybody next week. It's going to be a lot of fun. Or maybe the week after will be a lot of fun. I'm not sure. But I know I'm waiting with bated breath to see if he clicks purchase. <laughs> see ya. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Whiskey and Watches podcast. If you like what you hear, please take the time to rate and review us wherever you get your podcasts. We are enthusiasts, not experts, so don't at us. But you can find us on Instagram at whiskey.and.watches.podcast. Also, visit our website at zeitzwatches.com. Zeitz is spelled Z-E-I-T-Z. Thank you.